This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's put a bow on the conversation around International Day of Persons with Disabilities. The events are in the books. The announcements have been made. Let's reflect on the day and where we go from here. Marco Pasqua and Elizabeth Moeller are here to lend a hand with that. Hey, good morning, Marco. Good morning, Dave. And hello, Elizabeth. Good morning, Dave. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you too. Elizabeth, let's start with you. Did you attend any events this weekend? I did. I was actually fortunate enough to attend two. So the first was actually on Thursday, so just prior to the day, and it was hosted by Toronto Metropolitan University, TMU, formerly Ryerson. And it was an event for employees with disabilities and really focused on, or or really, I guess, anybody that's interested in disability and really focused on bringing the education standard to light through small group discussion. So we had some speakers to kind of kick things off. We used a really cool feature called Menti, which is accessible to put what does accessibility mean to us and inclusion mean to us into a little word cloud and then some speakers. And then there was a really cool opportunity to break into breakout rooms where we discussed the barriers to um, the barrier areas around the accessible education standard, which is here in Ontario. The second event, a little bit of a different horse, was an event I attended on Saturday the 3rd, so on the day itself, hosted by the Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians. And that was a really beautiful combination of poetry, speeches, art, and conversation. So we had uh, Michael Gottile, who was the first Accessibility Commissioner of, of Canada. I didn't actually know that. A really interesting uh, speaker who talked about iBug, which is a platform, might is not as scary as it sounds. It's a platform to help folks learn iOS devices. <laughs> Obviously, the Honorable David Lepofsky had to make an appearance. That It wouldn't be an event without David. We had a land acknowledgement, somebody who identifies as having sight loss. But I think really for me, those events really spoke to this idea of coming together, moving forward, and rallying after a really tough two years. Mm. Mm-hmm. Marco, you're someone who, whenever I follow you on social media, whenever I check out what you've been up to on any given weekend, I'm exhausted. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's always out there. <laughs> I agree. What, what, what about so you? Busy. What about you? Did you attend any events over the weekend? So I didn't attend any official events for uh, International Day of Persons with Disabilities. I was actually in Whistler doing an accessibility assessment for a client uh, with my wife at the time. So technically, we were activating on our uh, skill sets and our services, uh, which was really great. Although on the actual day of, I did post a photo of me at a local brew pub where I was actually able to go and sit patio style um, on a picnic table that was accessible. And I wanted to really highlight and shout out um, that I was able to actually roll my wheelchair right underneath uh, the the picnic t- style uh, bench and actually, you know, feel like I was involved in the conversation with my wife. So we mm. we posted that photo of of me at that bench and it got a lot of attention. So I'm That's happy cool. to see that there's a lot of things and a lot of movement, a lot more attention coming to this day because that's exactly the direction we needed to go. Yeah, that's like a perfect example of progress, right? The things that we've been advocating for, the little things we've been advocating for for years that are the big things. And it's an example of action 
and a response to action and, and the outcomes of action. So Marco, staying with you, because as we talked about yeah. doing this topic last week, one of the things that you wanted to bat around was the significance of the day. So what do you believe the significance of December the 3rd is? Well, so I think that there is an incredible amount of significance to recognize our friends, family members, and loved ones who have both visible and invisible disabilities. That's all great. But I think that as uh, we've heard from Elizabeth, you know, these events are becoming more fulsome. They're becoming more intentional. Um, they're actually outlining things that we can do to create action immediately in our community. And I think that that is the significance. I think that um, a lot of events I used to attend maybe five to seven years ago, it was a bunch of empty platitudes. You know, it was like, okay, let's have a guest speaker come in, right? And, um, you know, they'll talk something, let's do a lunch and learn. And then, you know, the crowd is all rah, rah for about 15 minutes. And then they go, so what were we celebrating again, right? So I want to I want to see a little difference here because I don't want to just put a stamp or a ribbon on it and say it's just another day of recognition. I actually want to see um, us be able to push things a little bit more forward, and we can talk about that a little later. But mm -hmm. I, I truly do feel like it is a significant day, and it's up to us to make sure that we rally together to to highlight that significance. Elizabeth, I heard some affirmations there along those lines. As you think about the importance of IDPD, where do you where do you land? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple of things that are really coming to my mind, and that is, although we are the largest minority group, sometimes it feels like our progress is the slowest. So there's like pre <laughs> presence and citizenship, and sometimes I feel like when I think about what it means to be included as a full citizen, the things, the policies, the processes, the employment rate, the 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 anti-poverty work that needs to be done, it's still not happening. So we're still not sort of moving towards that full citizen mm -hmm. citizenship piece. And I think that's a really big part of why I love ID. IDPD, I have to say that slowly. But I, I think, too, what's concerning to me is that it's still not a day that a lot of folks outside of our community know about. So I think the raising right. awareness piece is really important. And I, I'm sure, Marco, you can speak to this, too. Again, you know, we think about 7 billion people on our planet and 15%, around 50% have a, a disability. But yet it's like, people say, what day was that? Oh, okay. And is that, you know, and so you're, then you're explaining. And I think the other piece that I, I really want to see, um, in addition to this moving forward, is really accountability. And what I mean by that is mm. bringing politicians to these events and saying, what will you yes. do? And asking those hard questions and not will you do, because then they can say, well, yes, of course, and walk away. But what will you do and how will you do it? And then following up, whether it's through social media, and I agree with Dave Markle, your social media is on fire. Uh, you know, well, <laughs> Whether No problem. Whether it's social media or going to your MPP or your MP's office, but really the accountability and the awareness and holding government to account. Elizabeth, I have bad news for you. According to the UN, uh -oh. we're now past 8 billion people on the planet. So uh, we okay. are growing right. and growing and we're growing. growing. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think you're definitely onto something there, Elizabeth. And I do want to look to the future with you and Marco in a moment as well. But I maybe I'm just like one of these naturally cynical people that I now feel like there's too many awareness days that it's so yes. easy for things to get lost yep. in the shuffle like every single different disability has their own day and then there's the general day yep. of a disability and there's yeah. hamburger day and cheeseburger day and pineapple <laughs> pizza day and frankly a lot of the food days are to me more interesting than a lot of like the awareness <laughs> event days so i i, I do feel like never watch on hamburger zone. day 
Yeah, well, yeah, the, I well, love hamburger day. Well, but it's the distinction that there's a cheeseburger day and a hamburger day. It's like let's get on board and get like one day, even for fear of our lactose intolerant friends. But I, but I do, but I do feel like that's maybe where this comes into. We say, oh, we want to get more awareness, but it's just so hard at this point when there's a bazillion different kinds of days that maybe it does become a little bit more of this internal dialogue that presents an op- an opportunity and platform. Because one of the things that we did early this week was talk about a couple of the announcements that companies and governments rolled out with, right? Governments would announce the next step of their uh, their disability action plan, or we'd get uh, companies talking about, Microsoft talking about some of the new accessibility uh, features available in Teams. So it sort of becomes a bit of a launching pad day rather than necessarily an awareness day. But Elizabeth said something there, Marco, in regards to accountability in terms of where we go from here. I would love to almost get into this habit of doing like an accessibility report card every December 3rd yeah. and saying, where are we at it. with the with the, the Accessible BC Act? Where are we with the, uh, the Accessibility Act in Ontario? Where are we with yep. the Accessible Canada Act? What do you think about some kind of report card being sort of the, like driving towards that on December the 3rd? Yeah, I, I mean, I personally, I think that that's a great idea. I think that a lot of organizations are already starting to do this. Uh, for example, you have certain cities that have to actually create accessibility teams now uh, moving forward in order to be um, compliant with the Accessible Canada Act moving forward. So they're starting to get those things together and really have to measure. Um, speaking of measure, uh, the... Um, um, accessible employers um, or the president's group that I was a consultant with, they actually have a pledge to measure now. So all organizations uh, who join uh, the president's group are encouraged and in fact uh, strongly encouraged to have a pledge to measure um, their inclusivity when it comes to persons with disabilities um, in the workplace and the individuals that they have um, uh, Elizabeth mentioned a stat about 15%. It's actually uh, by 2030, we're expected to have one in five Canadians um, identify as having a disability, both visible and invisible. So one in five is a very crazy number when you think about it. And as you say, it's the minority group that you can join at any time. So this is about impacting more than just ourselves, uh, Elizabeth and I and you, Dave. It's about everybody in our in our community, everybody in our country, everyone around the world who could join our community at any time. And we're just setting the groundwork to make sure that they have the equality and um, and the, the resources available to them when we're ready to move forward. And the only way we do that is by having some sort of accountability, some sort of report card to ensure that we're moving the track forward. Otherwise, how are we measuring um, mm. our success? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to say that to make the world more accessible is to future-proof the world, I think would be an accurate statement. You're making the world more <laughs> inclusive for people yeah, who may not know they need it in this moment. Marco, I want to stay with you because I, I, I was kind of a bad host there. I was ungracious. I asked you a very closed, my, a very closed question, but I want to give you the same opportunity on an open question. How would sure. you like to see the day grow from here? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot of ways you can do it. As I said, I'm not about empty platitudes. I'm about action. I'm really excited to say that um, it was announced uh, uh, last week or, or maybe it was earlier this week that I'm uh, I'm going to be on the uh, technical committee for accessible employment delivery for the entire province of BC, oh, right which, is, uh, which is which is amazing. So, so with that in mind, if there's groups like that moving forward um, that are really going to help to push the needle, we got 15 individuals just on that committee alone who I know are change makers around the country and uh, in specifically in my province. And I really think that that is how we're going to see these things push forward. So for International Day of Persons with Disabilities, let's go to 
to those types of groups. Let's see how they're doing. And let's make sure that it isn't just a rah-rah cheerleading event and we can actually support those companies to say, hey, listen, if you're not exactly where you want to be right now, how can we as a community band together to support you in helping you to reach your vision as opposed to feeling as though we're on opposite sides of the aisle where we're saying our needs aren't being met. Let's bring us into the fold and help you to meet those needs and help your organization to excel and individuals to excel as well, personally speaking, in sort of believing in themselves and pursuing any ventures that they feel may be worthwhile for them, uh, whether that's for their career or anything else. So that's how I would do it. Uh, Elizabeth, where would you like to see the, the day grow from here. I know I heard a lot of affirmations for you from the you there as we were yeah. talking, but where would you like to see it go from here? You know, I think when I think about disability, I think about how we're all a part of other communities and we're all a part of other identities that coil around each other. So I'd really like to see disability continue to grow into EDI work or now I'm hearing idea work. So I would, you know, people with disabilities are indigenous or part of the LGBTQ2S plus community. And I, I really want to see when we're having those EDI conversations, accessibility and disability brought brought into the fore. As we, we know, 22% of Canadians live with a disability and many of those Canadians have other identities as well. And so I think that that's a really important piece, especially as we continue to move the, the needle on EDI work forward. Um, and, you know, this can include too, when we're looking at, Marco mentioned employment, when we're looking at companies, uh, do their EDI statements include disability? Are they accessible and easy to read? Are mm -hmm. companies providing applications that are navigable with a screen reader? Are they, is there statements on their website about employee resource groups for folks with disabilities? On and on and on. But really, I think that the piece for me that I'd like to see is just having our voice there at the table in EDI. So guys, not to take Elizabeth's incredible answer there and then end it with my own uh, personal cynicism. Do you guys <laughs> want to... Which I'm sure is incredible too, Dave. Do Come you guys, on. <laughs> do you guys want to hear all the different things that December the 3rd represents? In terms of like awareness days, I would, lo I would days. love to hear it. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, me too. What food does December? Oh, <laughs> what there, food day? There, there's a lot here, guys. It's it's okay. International Bike Shop Day. It's Ooh, coats. I like biking. It's coats and toys for kids day. It's That's important. Got to be warm. Earmuffs. Earmuffs day. <laughs> international. I don't need those as much. Uh, international <laughs> Spirit of Game Day. It's Let's oh. Hug Day. Make a Gift Day, okay. National Apple Pie Day, National Green Bean Casserole Day, National Play Outside Day, National Rhubarb Vodka Day, National Roof Over Your Head Day, Shy Warm Recognition Day, I don't know what that is, and World Pear Day. So, yeah, to say there's a lot going on on December the 3rd that may take away focus <laughs> from International Day of Persons with Disabilities is a bit of a tough one. It's an one. understatement. <laughs> Yeah, that and sounded a little bit things. like a Mad List list <laughs> exactly. yeah, of things you just insert in, in there and we see what happens. But I like hugs, so International like Hug Day. Yes, but how can we make all those things accessible? Back to my that's answer. Right. Exactly. We make all that's of those days accessible, right? That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Accessible <laughs> hugging. That's the thing we're going to figure out in this next round table. Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth, we're always grateful for your perspective. Thank you for this. It was great chatting with you today. Welcome. And Marco, congratulations on the announcement uh, you just broke for us on the oh. air. Congratulations on your continued success. I know 2022 was a big year for you. Here's hoping for an even bigger 2023. We're going to make it bigger together, Dave. That's so let's go. That's <laughs> what we do. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv.
Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.